You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Colossians 2, verse 6. And now just as you accept Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Let me read verse seven again. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Let's pray. Father, we just love you and we thank you. Lord, I pray for, Lord, this time, Lord, we have to share together, Lord, the word that has been prepared. Lord, allow it to, Lord, be a nourishment to our spirit, man. Lord, allow it to create, Lord, of means to see salvation in light of everything else that's around us, God, because you are our salvation. Lord, I pray, God, for the sick. I pray for those that, Lord, are right now struggling in their bodies. Lord, those that have COVID, those that have, Lord, any manner of sickness in their body. Lord, I pray right now for total healing. Lord, anyone in the, at the sound of my voice that needs free, need deliverance, need to be set free by the power of God, whether it be mentally or right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, I pray, God, that you would right now restore, bring peace, bring, God, an opportunity for them to see the power and authority that you provide. Lord, I pray, too, that you would forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Bless us on this day, and we shall be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to talk on the subject this morning about Jesus, my salvation. I want to take ownership of what Christ has provided for me through his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus is my salvation. And when a person, think about it, when a person accepts Christ according to this, that Paul is preaching to the church at Colossae, he's saying when you give your life to Christ, when you accept him, the next step is to follow him. And when you're following him, understand that everything that happened before you begin to follow him is not going to oh stop overnight. But you have the ability now oh, to embrace what has transpired within your heart. And what's been released there is the ability to see the course and the purpose that God originally had for each and every one of us. And I, 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 I am so excited this morning to say that Christ is my salvation. I say Christ is my salvation. When we follow Christ, when we look at Jesus through salvation, what we're seeing is what God has provided oh, <laughs> for you and I at before we were even born, before we were even thought about, but because we're now <laughs> in the midst of life and living life and we have, uh, have, have, have saw it fit. I mean, 
I, at least I did. I saw it fit to accept him. And as I accept him, now I look at what Paul is saying. He says, once I have accepted him, now it's time to follow him. Now it's time to really see where he is in my life through salvation. And my roots should grow down into him. My roots should grow down in him. And I was thinking about roots growing down in him. And I was thinking, thinking about what it says in John 15 and 4, because Jesus is the vine. He's the true vine. He says, I am the true vine. But in verse 4, look at verse 4. It says, he's, Jesus is talking, and he says, remain in me, I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. If it's cut off from the vine, it can't produce fruit. Why? There's no nutrients. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain me now we look at fruitfulness and, and we look at the definition of being fruitful it means yielding or it means to produce a fruit when a tree is planted it produces fruit of its kind and when it produces fruit of its kind is as a result of what it is not what it's become but what it is in other words an apple tree doesn't produce lemons an apple tree doesn't produce bananas an apple tree produces apples and when we talk about salvation through jesus then we're talking about salvation through jesus kind or through the very word of god that you and i will read and we would pray and 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 live according to you see when adam and eve took off off the tree the forbidden fruit they (laughs) they lost the fruitfulness according to what was provided them and now fruit that they had was altered. Now the fruit became the, of the sin nature. And all of a sudden, whole, all of mankind has been, been uh, altered. And because of that, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And we look at the fruit that Jesus provides. We have to look at it from the standpoint of what, what it means to be fruitful according to the word of God. What it means to, to, to have. Because if, if you look at it. We were blessed and we were told to be fruitful and multiply. Look at Genesis 1. In verse 27, it says, God, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God created him, them, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them or he programmed them to succeed and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it when we look at that we have to look at salvation as christ now when you look at what he now through salvation provides for us remember we we second corinthians 5 17 if any man be in christ he's what a new creation old things have passed away and behold all things become new now when we look at that being one with Christ is being a new creation. Being a new creation, we have to provide oh, what a new creation through what kind you become. If you become a new creation in Christ, then you of a Christ-like, or we call Christian, because Christian means Christ-like, then we now are in Christ Jesus who has produced fruit. Remember, he became the fruit that was hung on the cross. And why? Because of what his decision 
provided. He could have, I mean, Jesus could have got, yeah, <laughs> well, let me say this. God's purpose for him was to die on the cross. But Jesus had to make a decision to do it. And he made a decision. We know in the garden where, where he talked about let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That was the man in him. Just like the man in us or the person in us of mankind that has still exists. And because it still exists, we have to recognize what that means when we talk about being fruitful. Because we can be fruitful in the negative as well as in the positive. <laughs> Amen. When we look at John 15 and 5, it says, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and in and I in them will produce much fruit. Now, Jesus is saying that because remember Paul. Paul <laughs> said in, to the church at Colossae, we must follow him when we must bed embed our roots in him. Follow him, bed our roots in him. As we follow him, what we have bedded or what we have put in him now becomes what we live out of him. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, I underline that in my Bible. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, I'm reminded of a scripture that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when we remain in him, when we're after his kind, all of a sudden we produce fruit after what he has provided. Look at verse 6. It says, anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a, a useless branch and withered. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. When you're not useful, I mean, you become burned. Look at verse 7. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Now you said that's pretty broad. Ask anything and it will be done. I was under the persuasion according to the things that God has provided. When you produce fruit because you're in Christ, then what that says is Christ is in you. And when you're Christ-like, you're not going to ask for stupidity. You're going to ask for something that is, <laughs> is a blessing. You, your, your thought and your life will be based on the righteousness of God <laughs> and not on, on, on things that doesn't matter or things that are not relevant to salvation. So when he's putting this here, he's putting it, what will be granted to you will be according to that which is a desire after his heart, a desire after the things of, 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 of righteousness. And when you look at verse 8, it says, when you produce much fruit, you are, <laughs> you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. Now, let me, let me focus on that because of what I said earlier. When you think about how much you love Christ, what being fruitful is, it's like speaking words of life. It's like, like when you, you have something that, that's negative in your life, instead of embracing that, you take that negative and you turn that thing. You put it, put it in, in perspective according to, I will allow 
the enemy not to have anything <laughs> to do with anything I'm doing in life. <laughs> Remember, Jesus said, the prince of this world has come, and he has nothing in me. Why? Because he had everything. And what God provided for him was more than enough. What Jesus do, what we have embraced is more than enough. We say Jesus is more than enough, but let me say this. His love has become everything that we need. And through his love, we are provided through, oh my goodness, means to be his true disciple. That's why when we produce much fruit, we're producing after his kind. Therefore, the true disciple or the true follower was now become as a result of bringing, oh, the things that he has provided to us back. Oh, and I mean, when I think of all the things that Christ God has done for me, I want to give it back in whatever means God has ordained for my life. That's why I want I want to tell folks about Jesus because somebody told me about Jesus, and because of that, I'm now what God had called me to be in my original state. I can see what life I used to lead and what life I am, <laughs> am in in Christ Jesus. I can see the old man. I can see the new man. I can see both of them at the same time in some areas of my life because I'm taking on those things that are, are, are going to make me better. And when you take on the things that are going to make you better, you have to look at what you were to appreciate what better really is. And I am saying to you this morning that when we produce according to his kind, we're producing a fruit and a fruitfulness as a result of what that 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 represents because Jesus said this bring great glory to my father it brings great glory to my father and when we bring great glory to the father that means our roots think our roots are embedded in him and when our roots are embedded in him it's as a result of who we are when we talk about and we, when we think about a person roots when we talk, we are looking at what it relates to in the place that they were born or we're talking about where, you know, some of the family members and, and, and their culture and what some things we have. And then we always talk about what we have passed down, what we now have become a part of. Uh, and and I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I think of some of the things that, that, that my grandmother did, my grandfather, some of the things that we look at as a result of what, good it was what i mean if and then you know one of our dq is what old behaviors can no longer be tolerated what old things what things that we have have used for years what things we have have become accustomed to being a part of and doing because it worked how much more when we have christ in our life those things that didn't work or or barely work or we use for survival now can be replaced by the fruitfulness of the word of God that has been provided. In. When we talk about our cultural roots, when we talk about things that we 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 did, I mean, I, there's there's a lot of things that I can can put <laughs> put in perspective, but I don't have the time to do it. But I tell you, there's been different things that have happened in my life. Because I, you know, I'm 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 from South Carolina, and we 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 used to have all kinds of things that have happened for us when it comes down to those superstitious things. But I won't get into uh, into those things. I would just say this: I thank God that superstitious is no longer part of, 
of my DNA. I thank God that that's been uprooted. I thank God that 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 thing has been 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 cut off. It's been severed. It's been been removed. When I think of God and in his beautiful word, I think of how all the things that I've had in my history, I can I can channel them and and, and harness them and put them in perspective according to where the word of God is in my life. And now Jesus finished work on the cross has provided me with the, the ability to put it behind me and I can see all of him. When I see all of him, I think about what that means today and what it will actually carry me in tomorrow. Listen, we go back to Colossians 2 in verse 8. It says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophy. And high sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Spiritual powers of this world. Hmm. Verse 9. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Wow. Wow. How promising. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness, the Bible says, shall be filled. When I think of righteousness or the right standing with God, I often think of how much God has given me the ability to see the sin nature and said, look, George, you can have this and perish or you can embrace this and live life life more abundantly when you look at that you have to look at Romans 8 and 28 when it says and we know that God calls everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to the purpose for them according to the purpose for them when we look at the purpose for them we have to look at the love of God and what it represents what did he actually create as a result of who we have become in Christ in verse 29 says, for God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son. He chose them to become like his son. Oh, he's our salvation. He's my salvation. So that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with him. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. When God called us, he called us through his son, Jesus. And through that calling, when we accept Jesus, we accept him. And he became our righteousness. He became our righteousness. And when he came our righteousness, we were able to now, or we are able now, to stand in him. Oh, I was trying to come up with a good prop, but I, I, I just, when you start looking at it, how much? Let me see if I can explain this. You have a jar, and a jar is transplant. You, I mean, you can see through. It's clear. I mean, Watch this. When you put whatever you put in that jar, think about this. Whatever you put in that jar, you're able to see it because of its transparency. You can see it. So it can't hide because, it, it, I mean, it, it, it's still. So in, when we look at that from the standpoint of what that equates to in our life, 
Christ being clear and transparent. Watch this. If we're in him, not only can we be seen, but we can be seen according to what it has done to us. Now it show forth the praises of God being live in him and all that see him and what we're doing. It, oh, it provides us with a means to bring glory to God because when people see us in him, they're seeing the word of God coming out of us through him. Now, I, 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 like I said, I wish I had, had that, but I want you to know in him we live, move, and have our being. What that means is salvation is our portion. So as we live, we live Christ. As we move, we move in Christ and we maneuver according to Christ. And have our being, when we have our being, we are the righteousness of God. Oh, when we talk of my favorite, Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Now that unto him is Christ Jesus. That unto him is God. When we think about what we, we have, an, it, it, the part B, we really don't take it for truly what it represents. It says according to what we ask and think. So when you look at the power and the awesomeness of God, what are you asking for? What are your thoughts are? What are, what are the things that you really get uh, bogged down with that you, uh, God already knows anyway, but what about when you are thinking? What, well, I mean, your thought life. What, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I mean, that's the simple that's a that 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 is a, a simple resolve when you think about all the things that we go through all every day, our thought life. Let it be in, in Christ. Let when we uh, I, I I know when I I think of all the things that God is doing, I get excited. But then I begin to think of all the things that I have to do, and I say, my goodness, Lord. But when I think about it in Christ, God all of a sudden gives me circumstances and situations according to what I now have as a result of what was or what somebody else provided. And he began to give me old solutions. Pray. I mean, he began to give me solutions according to what is going to bring glory to his name. And I, I, I like that. The scripture put it in, in plain text. It's in verse 29. It says, for God knew his people in advance. And he chose them to become like his son. He chose them to become like his son. He chose them to become like his son. Oh, I like that. We are chosen. Many called, but few are chosen. We are chosen, and when he chose, he, 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 when we when he, he chose us, mm, God's choosing. We are like his son. Why? Because when he chooses us, there's a righteousness that comes with it. There's salvation that comes with it. There's grace that comes with it. And it's through all of those things, we are looking at how God has provided us to his son among the firstborn. Among the firstborn to help us see life according to what it is. Look at verse 30. And, and having chosen them, he called them to come to him. Having called them, he gave them right standing with himself, with himself, with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Hmm. Gave them his glory. Let's go back to Colossians 2, 
verse 10. I want you to keep that. Gave him his glory. You see in Colossians 2. It says, so you are completely through your union with Christ. So you also are complete through your union with Christ. Mm. Who is the head over every ruler and authority. Complete through your union. You're unified with Christ. You're one because you're in him. Paul was saying, look, <laughs> there's nothing like being in Christ. It's nothing like being in Christ. When I'm in Christ, oh, everything according to what his will and purpose begins to be conducted according to the will of God. Ah, When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by the physical. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, 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 I would love to. But let me say let me say this, because I want I don't want to get off track i want to stay on track just for a second we think about how all these um things that we have in life and christ really put it put it put us in a, in a place where we can see a number of things oh a number of things and how they go down i mean i i don't know about you but sometimes i'm looking at things and say god why but there's there's a, a there's a part of us that christ in us and we call it Christ in us, the hope of glory. But there's things in us that we have to look at according to what God has done. And, and, and it's, 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 it's all, we're always looking at the physical. But how much more have God has taken the, the, the spirit or the supernatural or that which is in us that, that, that really, if we make the right decision, it will affect the natural or the, the oh my goodness, the actual physical manifestation of something sometimes is hinging on what you do or what you say from what you are receiving from the, the spirit realm or yeah, you want to do something and God said no don't do it that's what I'm talking about in the spirit there's things that he has provided because he, he, again the scripture says when when you came to Christ when we give our life to Christ the circumcision didn't take place from the physical or the procedure wasn't physical but it was actually a spirit one it was one of those things that god took us took the sin nature out of and put the god nature in or put us in the form of righteousness according to that which will bring blessings and bring glory look at the part b because I, 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 I wanted to, to let me let me i'm not done yet let me say this Sometimes we're looking for how we're going to do something <laughs> and be the best at how we're doing. And God says, I prefer you not do it at all because of where it takes you. Might not be where you need to end up. But if you allow God, if you listen to your presence, if you listen to what God said, God said, there'd be things that you thought you were supposed to do in the natural that God says, I don't, I mean, I've given you something bigger and greater. Put that to the side or eliminate that because it's not relevant to who you become in me. When that happens, then the circumcision of the heart is taking place because now it's not about what you and what you want, but about what God and purpose has, has, has uh, revealed. Now, when Christ, who 
died on the cross. He said, if I be lifted, I'll draw men. When that took place, what he is saying, when he died, rose with all power, the resurrection power. When that transpired, you and I were given the ability to have salvation, my salvation. Now through my salvation, if I lift up Christ, continue, then men will continue to be drawn. Oh, I said men will continue to be drawn. In other words, you and I had the ability to continue to lift up Christ. And people are going to see Christ through you. You are going to be the Christ that they see. Therefore, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. You are the ability now to be, oh, a Christ lifter. That's why we talk about lifting up the bloodstained banner. We talk about lifting up something that is going to create ability for somebody to see something, to look up. The scripture says, look up, your salvation is not. In other words, look to those things that are going to make not <laughs> sense always, but it's going to be the right thing. When you look at how much God has created in us and how he has taken the circumcision and not for the natural, but for the supernatural and put it from the take it out of the physical and put it in the spirit room. It says Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, a spiritual circumcision. The cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Let me read for, uh, and bring some, some light to it. For you were buried with Christ. In other words, there's things when you give your life to Christ, you have to understand now that which was of the sinful nature became buried because Christ took on oh, the sinful nature on the cross. And the scripture says he completed that process, but he was buried. When he was buried, it's, 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 this is, this is a, a, a good example of baptismal. It was buried. He was, we were buried with him. When we were buried with him in baptismal, that says that we are united and one with him. And all of a sudden, all, all we have to really recognize if he's our salvation, then we become salvation for him for the lost. And when... And, when, and with him, we were raised to a new life. In other words, and again, if I be lifted, now we are the lifter of Christ because we trust the mighty power of God. We trust it because we know that the word of God works. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the word and what it represents in my life because now I use that as my everything. There's a lot of things that go awry in my life, but I thank God for Jesus because the word of God, oh, is stable. It's a stabilizer. It's, it's, it brings what I need. To, to Remember, we are talking this morning about Jesus, our salvation. He's our deliverer. He's our, oh, he's our freedom. He's our, I mean, I, 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 I can't stress it enough when we're talking about root. Talk about being rooted. I can give, oh, Oh, in incidents after incidents of what I was rooted and grounded in, according to George, and when I, t oh, when I began to uh, apply that, and I saw the results of it, oh, I said, my goodness, there's got to be something better than this. But when I took up Christ, I became a, a root. Oh, 
I said, I became a, a root that was changed. I became a tree. I became something that I could be, be planted into the vine of Jesus and now bear something different than before. And now I look at my life and said, Lord, I thank you for what I've become. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not, oh, I'm not on drugs anymore. I'm not all those things that I used to be. I am uh, born again. <laughs> I'm a new creation. I can see, oh, I can see clearly. I said, I can see clearly. No, I can't see clearly now. The rain is gone. I'm not going to say, don't get, come on, stay, stay on track. I'm saying I can see clearly now because I was, everything was distorted. Everything was a haze and, and didn't have any, any, uh, um, into, uh, yes, my destruction. Yeah. Verse 13 says, you were dead because of your sin and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. <laughs> Circumcised. Circumcision of the heart. Uh, I said circumcision of the heart. Yeah, circumcision of the heart. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the physical. Oh. Get in the way a lot of time of what God's trying to do in the, in the supernatural or the spirit realm. And what God wants us to do is he wants to rely on our salvation. He wants us to give our salvation more credence than ever before. He wants us to look at it as it's, it, it, it grows in us, at rooted, rooted and built up in us. You see, when we talk about being dead to sin, when we talk about it not it not yet been cut away then when we ask christ in our heart that which was oh solid and and everything that we stood on now it's been cut away look at verse uh, uh part b of verse 13 it says then god made you alive with christ for he forgave all our sins he canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross in this way he disarmed the spiritual rulers of an authority. He shamed them public by his victory over them and the cross. What I love about this more than anything is God knows what you're going through. He knows why you're going through. Sometimes we're going through things and we say, God, why? What? He knows why you're going through it. He knows what, what I mean, what started what what what's policing it what's i mean sometimes we don't understand what roots we have created in our lives and what needs to be removed and what uh, uh needs to be uh added so god wants us to plug into him plug into his son jesus so he can provide us with what is new what is is old and understand them both because let me say this the old man's real. An old man's not going anywhere anytime soon. As a matter of fact, when we look at the new man, okay, if we get caught up in the new man, we can actually see the fullness of the old man because the new man, I, I, well, let me say this for me, the new man has kept me so occupied that I thank God that the old man doesn't have anything to say. Although he speaks, he doesn't have anything to say because the new man has the authority. Remember, God removed the ruler and the authority through the circumcision. He moved oh, the, 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 uh, the sin and death, and he gave us life and life more abundantly. And I like the 
the fact that our portion is life and life more abundant. And every time we look at the things that Paul has, has, has put in, in the church at uh, Colossae when he talks about following him, when we follow him, we must recognize what that actually means. When we look at following him and we're rooting and grounded and built, built up, we have a foundation through salvation. Paul said it. He said, there's no other foundation laid but that through Christ Jesus. When we talk about that foundation, we have to look at that foundation of salvation. It's my salvation. And that salvation puts me in a place to receive the fullness of God. I said it put me in the place to receive the fullness of God. We've been, we, we, we have been given new life. And that new life in Christ allows us now to partition. Listen to me. Partition our lives from the old and walk and walk in the new. Again, we, we see the old man every day. He's there, but he's been partitioned because a new man now has the new past, and that new path provides us with a new way of life, and that new way of life provides us with the ability to bring honor and glory to the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because all three of those persons are operating in our life. I said all three of those persons are operating in our life. And when we, they are fully operation, the Holy Spirit leads and guides us. Jesus, oh my goodness, Jesus is who we oh, are connected to God. And the relationship we have with God, we recognize how God has been there. Oh, he's been keeping us. He's been keeping us. Jesus is my salvation. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We say thank you for this day. Lord, it's a day that you've made. And Lord, we're going to rejoice and be glad. Lord, I thank you for allowing us, God, on this day to look to you. You are our salvation. You are what we need, and we need to put it in perspective, God, according to what it is now that we need to do to look for you to lead, guide, and direct our life through the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray, God, that we won't forget the lost. We won't forget those that, Lord, are looking, God, for change in this time, God. I pray, God, that we would look within ourselves and see that you are our salvation. Operate from that platform that salvation has provided. And then again, Lord, to so seek out the lost. Seek those, Lord, that are, 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 are without salvation. They don't have the ability to say, you are my salvation. But, Lord, we provide them with the knowledge and the wherewithal for what that means. And, Lord, allow them, God, to yet again receive, oh, you and what you have provided, God, through our lives, God. We need to own. We need to put that which is provided for us in perspective because we now, we now have been given salvation. And salvation, oh, salvation is our deliverance, is our freedom. And, Lord, allow us to be oh god a mouthpiece for you we love you we say thank you in jesus name amen we love you blessings amen thank you for joining us if you would like to find out more information about our church give online or just stay connected throughout the week visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description we look forward to being with you next week